Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes, Heidi Harris Show. You can also check these out at HeidiHarris.com, my Facebook page, Heidi Harris Show, Twitter, Heidi Harris Show, where I put all the stuff up. And you can catch my live radio broadcast weekdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And by the way, I'm going to have an announcement about my show pretty soon. I'm just going to give you a little hint. They're expanding it, so <laughs> that'll be fun. Anyway, well, stay tuned for that. And if you sign up for my free newsletter at HeidiHarris.com, totally free newsletter, I'll keep you updated there so you don't have to miss a thing. All right, I wanted to mention this today. 45 Hollywood groups have now signed a letter demanding that transgender folks be included in movies. And I'll get to my comments on that coming up after we hear a word from our sponsor, Donna Francavilla. The Heidi Harris podcast is heard by tens of thousands of listeners because she's sassy, funny, and lovable. If you'd like to place your message on the podcast, I'll help you get started. I'm Donna Francavilla, owner of Frankly Speaking Communications. I'll voice your message for you for just $100, recorded, edited, and submitted as a special offering. Let me help you tell your story. Write to me at DonnasNiceVoice.com. That's DonnasNiceVoice.com. So 45 groups have written to Hollywood, and these are various groups that defend gay rights, transgender rights, all kinds of other things, and they've demanded inclusion in Hollywood movies. They claim that transgender folks are fighting to be accepted as human beings. And they go on to complain about a bunch of other things. And then they say that, uh, you know, there are suicides and murders, unemployment with transgenders and all these problems that prove that transgenders are struggling to survive in an unsafe world. All right, let's start with that. First of all, if you don't know who you are, male or female, I can't help you with that. I don't understand the transgender community. I'm not picking on them. I just don't understand it. How can I possibly understand that? I've always been a girl. I've always felt like I was a girl. I'm not conflicted in that way. But when I see people like Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, whatever, and I see how miserable he looks, having parts removed and hormone treatments and implants, and now he's dating some girl who's like a third of his age, the man is clearly troubled. And I don't know that much of it had to do with him having male parts. It's just sad. And there's been a lot of research that shows that people who actually do the surgery are not happier and many doctors are not doing it anymore because they find that it's not helping people. That's another topic for another day. But the fact of the matter is a lot of what ails these people has nothing to do with how the world treats them. It's just that they're unhappy to begin with. Now, when I see people out in public and I see more and more of this, where you look at a person and you don't know if they're a girl or a boy, I don't know whether to say, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. When I'm at a store, when I'm at a coffee shop, whatever it may be, I don't know what to say. I don't have a problem with them. All I care about is service. I don't really care what's underneath the uniform. But folks are just going to have a tougher time relating to you if you're a guy and you're wearing more makeup than I am. I went into a cosmetic store a while back and there was a guy in there. Honestly, the guy had more makeup on than I've ever worn in my life. And he was a fantastic makeup artist. He gave me great service. I don't have a problem with him at all. But folks are going to just kind of take a step back or not really know how to handle it when it's clear that you are conflicted about who you are. He was very clearly a man with a ton of makeup on and very effeminate in his ways. Okay, fine. I'm not picking on him. I'm not saying he's not a, a genuine human being who deserves compassion and deserves to live a 
as good a life as possible, but people are just not going to understand how to deal with you. When people walk into a store, a restaurant, whatever, and they're not sure whether it's sir or ma'am, it's just going to throw them off a little bit, all right? So if you're unemployed, you know, all I can say to transgender people is if transgender people are unemployed, then they're going to have to find a place where they fit in, maybe more transgender-owned businesses. And when I say that, I'm not being mean. I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to work at any store you want to or any job you want to. But the fact of the matter is nobody fits in everywhere. I certainly don't. I remember the first time I figured this out, I was a teenager, and I worked at a flower shop in Las Vegas. I'm not going to mention the name. It was pretty well known for a long time. And I worked there, and everybody else was a stoner there. I mean, they'd get off work, and they'd be drinking and smoking pot and everything else. And I was like 18, and I didn't do that stuff. I never fit in. They were nice people. Well, not really. But I never fit in with them, with their culture. That's what they were into. I was not. I didn't last very long. There are tons of places you're not going to fit in. I'm reminded of the Munsters. I remember that show, and there was the one normal-looking niece. My aunt used to work years ago at Cal Arts in California. And when I went there to visit her one time, if you've ever been to Cal Arts, that's the California Institute of the Arts, everybody there looks very counterculture, let's put it that way, except for my aunt, who reminded me of the woman on the Munsters. <laughs> there she was, sitting behind her desk, looking like a quote-unquote normal person when everybody else was so different with the way they looked. It doesn't make them bad people. It's just that everybody doesn't fit in. My aunt didn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem with the people there either. But some folks fit in and some folks don't. And that's just the way it goes. So when these groups are demanding that Hollywood include them, they're not understanding that nobody has a right to be included. Now, I put this in my book. Don't Pat Me on the Head is the title of my latest book. You can check it out. There was a chapter in there about how the intolerant crowd came after me because of some comments I made. You'll have to get my book. I'm not going over it again. Get my book and read it on this chapter. But one person in my book sent me an email and said, well, I shouldn't have to suffer hatred and bigotry because of who I love. And I said, well, let me tell you something, buddy. You're not entitled to a world where everybody salutes all of your choices. Everybody has an opinion on everything people do how they dress, what they drive, where they work, what kind of dog they have. Are they dog people or cat people? Are they vegetarians or are they steak eaters? What kind of religion they may have? Whatever it might be, their politics, people are going to, well, not necessarily judge you, but maybe that's a better word. Maybe they're going to judge you. They're going to have an opinion on everything you do. That's just the way the world works. And if you're going to walk down the street looking very different than most men or women do, you're going to be noticed. It doesn't make you bad, once again. But don't whine because you are standing out from the crowd. You clearly chose that. There are things that I could wear to clearly stand out, or there are things that I could wear to blend in with the crowd. And I'm the kind of person who generally wants to blend in with the crowd. I'm not going to walk in a room and have everybody look at me because I'm dressed so weird. That's just not my thing. And if it is your thing, good for you. But don't get mad when there's blowback or when somebody's looking at you funny. Anyway, so these folks go on to say, as a community, trans people are fighting every day to be seen and accepted as human beings. All right. And then they whine and complain about the fact that, you know, it's an unsafe world for them. They say that to alleviate the situation, the group asks to be brought to the table and to provide input on rich and diverse stories about their lives that will contribute to changing America's understanding about who trans people are. Here's the thing, folks. If you want to be accepted in the movies or whatever else, you're going to have to make your own. Look at the Christians who are doing this. 
Kirk Cameron's an example, Roma Downey, Mark Burnett. These are people who've gone out there and done it. There are a lot of other Christian companies out there making movies because they got tired of Christians constantly being bashed. Christians are constantly portrayed as repressed and narrow-minded and behind the times and everything else. Okay, fine. Then make your own movies, and that's what a lot of Christian companies have done. So if the transgender community really wants to be accepted, they're going to have to do their own thing. They're going to have to create their own companies to make these movies. That's what Christian companies have done. For example, when it comes to Christian things, I don't even bother watching anything that the History Channel puts out about Christianity at all. And it's not that I don't like another point of view, because there is only one point of view when it comes to biblical truth. Now, people can argue about politics all day long, and I do look at all points of view every single day online. I read books with differing points of view. But when it comes to biblical truth, there is no differing point of view, all right? So when it comes to History Channel and things like that, I don't bother anything related to the Bible I know is going to be skewed. That's what happens. That's why people like Roma Downey and Mark Burnett and Kirk Cameron and a lot of others have gone out and made movies that actually portray the Bible to biblical standards, biblically correct stories about the Bible. And they've been very successful at it. How many times have you heard about stories that have been had a spiritual connotation over the last few years that have done tremendously well at the box office? Because a lot of people still care about family values, and a lot of people still want to see Christian values portrayed correctly. If you don't want to, you don't have to go. But the transgender community continues to try to look for some kind of acceptance. No one is entitled to acceptance. Nobody. You're entitled to tolerance. You're entitled to walk down the street and not have anybody harass you in this country. You have civil rights, which of course you should have. But if people are going to look at you because you put on five layers of makeup and you're a guy, I can't help you with that. Or if you're a girl and you're walking around with a flannel shirt, no bra, short hair, no makeup, you look trying to look as much like a man as you possibly can, people are going to take a second look. They're just going to. It doesn't mean they hate you. It doesn't mean they don't think you should exist. It just means it's going to be a different world. No one is entitled to acceptance. You're entitled to tolerance. I had a woman call me years ago. And she was upset because I was talking about something to do with uh, homosexuality or something. And she said, well, you hate gay people. I said, no, I don't. And she said, well, you tolerate them. And I said, right, I tolerate a lot of things. I said, nobody's entitled to acceptance. If you invite some person over who's a vegan, they're not entitled to go, oh, that's fantastic that you're eating that ribeye. Nobody's entitled to acceptance. No one. And no one's entitled to have their story portrayed in a positive way only. What are these people, crazy? How about the mobsters who get portrayed in bad ways? How about, you know, white people, black people? How about men? How about men in every movie? How about men in commercials who are treated like crap? Back in the days when Father Knows Best was out there, which is way before my time, there was actual respect in the home for the father. Since then, it's completely gone downhill. And most movies, most TV shows, most sitcoms of any kind portray men as morons. You watch something like Lifetime, which no, I don't watch. But I've, over the years, flipped through and seen various things on there. It's always man bashing. Always. Why don't men have a right to be portrayed correctly? Why don't men have a right to be portrayed as adding to society? And there are movies that have done that, portrayed men as heroes. But in the, for the most part... The way Hollywood works, they have a certain agenda. And if you don't like their agenda, then you have a right to go out and start your own film company. And if you think people are going to line up to watch a movie about transgender folks and trying to make them look like they're better than everybody else, then you're wrong. 
And by the way, the reason I say that is because nobody wants equality. Everybody wants superiority. That's what it comes down to. They want things to be superior. They want their lifestyle and their particular behavior to be considered better than everybody else's. Nobody wants equality. Women don't want equality. The women who were complaining about women's lib and all that kind of stuff back in the day, they don't want equality. They want superiority. Now men are bashed. Now boys are bashed. Now we're raised in a culture where girls are considered superior. We have more women going to college than men nowadays because of all the man bashing that's been going on. And so nobody wants equality. They want superiority. Recently, there was a movie where Scarlett Johansson was supposed to play a transgender person, and she dropped out after the transgender community complained that they wanted a transgender actress in the role. Well, Scarlett Johansson is the kind of person who could actually open a movie, and Scarlett Johansson playing a transgender character could actually probably benefit the movie, obviously. And since she dropped out of it, now they have nobody to portray the role. We don't know if the production's even going to take place. Here's the thing. Everybody who's an actor, and this is what Scarlett Johansson said at the time and other people have said, everyone who's an actor portrays somebody they're not. You're not a mobster, but you portray a mobster. You're not a hooker, but you portray a hooker. Halle Berry in Monster's Ball won an Oscar for being ugly. Halle Berry couldn't be ugly on her worst day. She's a gorgeous woman. And she had to portray an ugly person, <laughs> which some women have done over the years, and gotten Oscars for it. That deserves an Oscar as far as I'm concerned. But that's what actors do. That's their job, to portray somebody they're not. Think of, I don't know, John Travolta in uh, some of the movies he's portrayed vicious, violent killers in. He's not a vicious, violent killer. Everybody portrays somebody they're not. That's the whole job. Now, the latest is Batwoman, apparently, is going to be redone and portrayed as a gay woman by somebody who is a gay actress. And at first, she was picked on by a lot of folks. Well, it should be a gay actress. Well, then she said, hey, listen, I came out when I was 12. What are you talking about? So there's just a lot of viciousness that goes on. By the way, nobody's going to care about a movie where Batwoman's gay. How about if the characters just stand up for truth, justice, in the American way? How about if the cape crusaders keep their capes on? Nobody cares about the sex life of a hero, superhero, Marvel, DC, whatever it is, I can't keep track. Bottom line, stop trying to shove this agenda down our throat. You want to make your trans movies, go ahead and make your trans movies. Put your money where your parts are and go out and do this like Christians have been doing. It's hard. That's why a lot of people don't do it. It's very difficult to come up with the money, to get the production crew, and to fight all the things you have to fight to put these movies out there. But if you really feel as if you have a message, then you go ahead and do it in a free country. And by the way, I would say the same thing about folks who are whining about Facebook and Twitter, shadowing them, and, oh, they're picking on conservatives and all this kind of stuff. Nobody has a right to Facebook or Twitter. If you don't like it, start your own platform. That's all I'm saying. So if you want to start a conservative platform for social media, go right ahead. You want to start a trans platform to make trans people, trans whatever people look better in society, then you are welcome to do it in a free country. And thank God you live in a country where you're free to do that and not a country where you get tossed off a building for dressing like something other than what you actually were born to be. Just saying. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to listen to my live show weekdays at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. I'm on 9 to 10, and there's an announcement upcoming about that show. We're going to expand it, so uh, stay tuned for that. I'm very excited about it. 
And also go to HeidiHarris.com, sign up for my free newsletter, and pick up a copy of my latest book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. It's about my 20-year journey in talk radio and some of the crazy stuff that I've had to deal with and come through every single time. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs) 